Okay, aside from uh, he's just picking up his beer, that went well. Oh, you heard that? Like it's, it's, oh, wow. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Damn it's it. fine. Ladies and gentlemen, well, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these headphones, they just make me so aware. But it's Angry Orchards, just angry. I know. It's, I mean, I love their orchards, but they are really, really, they are, they are scary places to be. <laughs> I wanted to see if you could hear that. So I've been whispering your dick for the last, the last two, yeah, four years. Four years. <laughs> no, you have to get more specific. You're an angry penis. I'm an angry. Oh, wow, that's how. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Fanable.com live role playing podcast for another geeky topics roundtable discussion. I'm your moderator, Dave, and I am joined with Jesus, Daniel, Billy, and Angela once again to discuss the things that are on our mind, the pressing issues of the day so people know around the table if you could just introduce yourself so they can hear your melodic voice oh staring at me uh this is jesus rodriguez i'm a role player i keep up with the site i do other things no you don't you like okay. long walks on the, on the beach. beach oh i was waiting for something to make that joke it was you <laughs> you were the chosen one <laughs> i believed in you all right and i'm bringing it to the left because i'm gonna make more stupid say more stupid stuff all right, this is Dan, and uh, as we all know, the uh, uh, understandably and uh, indubitably sexiest member of Fandible. <laughs> I cannot uh, deny this. This, nope. this cannot be denied. It is a. It is not opinion. It is fact. And uh, I, I know Billy. I mean, you're second sexiest. Definitely. Uh, no, we're thinking I'm the I'm the most sexist. Oh, right, right, right. That's what it is. I do. Uh, oh, you're I'm also the most racist. You're a double whammy. Double. I'm a triple threat. <laughs> yeah, the really triple is. threat is actually his. I that's his signature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I did say racist. So. Uh, okay. I'm Texas. Uh, oh, we just lost Dallas. <laughs> I think we can just move straight on to Angela now. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Hey, I'm Billy. I'm the forgettable one. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you oh. wish. The FBI will be on you for years. Yeah. Uh, this is Angela. Um, I used up my not so witty line on Jesus. Um, no one else is more growing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we all just stare at Everybody's like, yep, that's yeah. what you get. Yep. <laughs> yep, I'm married to Billy. Forgettable one. Yeah. But huh. I didn't forget you. Aw, thank you. I don't forget you. Angela? <laughs> <laughs> Angela? I thought you said forgive for a second. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Either one, really. I, I forgive him for his racism. Oh, right. Yeah, somebody has well, to. Some, yeah, somebody has to. <laughs> Stop every time. stealing my lines. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right, line stealers yeah. and line givers. Um, okay, so we've got a couple of questions from uh, a uh, listener. And then we got questions that came crawling out of my brain. Uh, let's start I'm with. Scared. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it came crawling out of my brain like the uh, the symbiote from the uh, guy from Total Recall. One of them bit me. Open your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them bit me. One of David's thoughts bit me. Okay, listen up. <laughs> so, uh, listener Warren, who uh, is who? Uh, Warren. Warren, is he new? Uh, he's the Billy of his friend group. Oh. So. <laughs> 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 that's, that's why. That's why we don't remember who he is. So, anyways, I don't know who you are. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm the person who owns the fucking house right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are moving, assholes. You missed. Point. Huh? No yeah. point. No. Point. All right. Um, okay. Point. Okay. So, uh, Warren actually sent us two questions. Thank you very much, Warren. He's greedy. Because yep. he's. He's greedy with his thoughts he gives to us and puts in our eyes. 
Stop putting your thoughts. Forces live in our eyes. <laughs> Lord lives in our eyes. <laughs> Imagine that, Angela. Something forcing its way through your eyeball. <laughs> no, not the bees. We all hear that slap. And also hear. <laughs> not the bees. Not the bees. It's out my eyes. It's out oh, my eyes. I just saw that give of that. That was uh, yeah. Wicker Man, right? Yes, Wicker Man with not the bees. Yeah, no, uh, Nicholas Cage. Um, we still have an open invitation for you to stop that. Uh, open invitation for you to join us for a game. Uh, please contact us. We I'm know surprised. you're interested in the role. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't contacted us, but um, I blame this publicist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. If he's in charge of how many ever movies he's in, you can blame him for a lot of things. Oh, yeah. oh, and uh, I think we almost forgot. Uh, Kevin Smith will be joining us a little later. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Kevin, thank you for coming. Uh, just stay in there. We'll get to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Steve, make sure that Kevin has enough like juicy fruits and <laughs> sodas, please. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Carry on. All right. So, uh, the first question from Warren. Uh, is simply, it's a, it's actually very interesting. Uh, it's about TED Talks. Uh, he wants to know if we were to give a TED Talk, what would we? Uh, what would the subject be? <laughs> and if we don't have something, uh, what would we like to know enough about, learn enough about, in order to give a TED Talk, and why? A Warren thinks that we're intelligent enough to speak at TED Talks. I like that fantasy. <laughs> um, I, I would give a TED Talk, but that no one would watch because I'm so forgettable. <laughs> they wouldn't even bother posting it. Uh, it's like my bar mitzvah video. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you had us burn that. That's <laughs> different. Um, wow, that's a really, that's a really, really good that's question. A good question. I, like mm-hmm. um, I would say, if for mine own part, it would be how to manipulate people into being your friends so that you can ruin them. God, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why do you need my social security number? <laughs> uh, because I forgot it, and I'm worried you will too. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> it is uh, too late. It's right over. Actually, if I was going to give a TED Talk, I, I don't have a lot of areas of expertise. Um, I, I guess uh, something game-oriented, because I'm... Uh, oh, you know what? I would like, I would like to... Um, I'd like to give a TED talk into the, the the marriage of disciplines in order to uh, in order to create a cross platform game. So, for instance, like I would like to give a discussion because it's technology entertain, and entertainment and uh, uh, design. Uh, I'd like to give a talk about how from from uh, the inception of of a game, uh, the birth of the idea to a finished product that you want to uh, create over multimedia forms, like how that process happens. So, for instance, start with a you know start with a game, make a tabletop playing game, expand to a video game, expand to a television show, like stuff like that. So, um, so I mean, I don't have any of those skills. So, I guess my 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 this fantasy me would be multifaceted. I'd be a fucking bard, I guess, on stage, (laughs) and I'd be yeah, I'd be telling people like how. How that happens, and I guess it's also making me sound like really successful. So yeah, I would, I would, I would tell people about. I guess I talk to my supermodel wife and uh, yeah, being my supermodel mistress. And yeah, exactly. Some of that. yeah, exactly. Uh, Can we role play this? <laughs> no, guys, I got a great idea for a game. <laughs> David is awesome. <laughs> Y'all play be- uh, David. Why are you grabbing liquor? <laughs> Roll it. Uh, uh, yeah, so no, that... don't, because if you're David, it'll be terrible. Uh, <laughs> thank so you. So this has to be one of those diceless role-playing it games. It has to be. Exactly. How did you botch on a rock, paper, scissors, you ass? I broke my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so much blood. <laughs> that's that's I what my game hand on the scissors. There's no scissors. There's no, you don't use real scissors and rocks. What are you doing? I did it. That's like a curse out film. This is everywhere. That's what my game would be called. Da, da, da. There's so much blood. And it would be, in the subtitle, it would be like a, a game of office adventure. <laughs> Nice. Okay. I don't have anything specific I want to talk about on a TED talk, but I do know. Even before this talk, I did want to like have it have an idea of doing a TED talk at some point in the future. Never happened, but I want stop staring at me. I want. What's happening there? He was giggling to himself. I'm sorry. I've had these fantasies too. No. No. I want. I always have the urge to build something. I have no idea what. But I want to build something so big that I can give a TED talk about it. Be like, I built this thing. It's awesome. You guys love it. I want to talk to you about it. Are you a monologuing villain? I always wanted to do this. I will destroy this world with my bomb I made. Jesus is a bombed villain. No, no. I honestly, I would love to be a bomb because that means I'm smart enough to build that bomb. Exactly. I built this. Worship it. No, but seriously, but seriously, that is that is that is sort of my fantasy. I want to build something, either a program or some sort of engineering thing, something that I can do a TED talk about, and my life would be done. My robot would kill me and destroy the world. Yours would be the only TED talk in the center of an inactive volcano. <laughs> the layer deep underground. See, honestly, I would like to be a Bond villain too, but that's only because it would imply that my credit's so good that I could actually get that kind of real estate. <laughs> it is the layer of Rodriguez. Uh, my robot just plays the guitar whenever I talk. How does it kill you? <laughs> it, you ever see El Caban? Well, <laughs> it's a joke. That or Antonio Banderas. Uh, <laughs> I create my own superhero to kill me. There we go. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, you, you, you know which one was my TED Talks that would be taking uh, place on the rooftop a couple blocks over and I'd be cackling. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm actually, I have no clue what uh, what I would give for a TED Talk other than just sort of like a talk on how we, how apparently Fandible bamboozled their way into <laughs> TED. <laughs> and also uh, uh, at least uh, 10 minutes on my discovery that is not, in fact, technology, entertainment, and dicks. Uh, <laughs> up until now, I, I, I could have sworn, but uh, David apparently uh, says, no, it's not. <laughs> um, so, yeah. How you a, made Dick Tower. Dick Tower. Dick Tower. Dick Tower. I just <laughs> Dick Tower. I destroy you. As you was, like, Fanable giving their talk on, like, TED Talk, they finally stopped. It's so, like, you said uh, you, were, you were a team of heart surgeons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we stayed in the Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> Daniels would Daniels would be a TED talk that opens with now before security finds out what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, go ahead, Billy. You know, I I probably can't give this TED talk now because uh, it's been a couple years. I haven't spent every night when before I fall asleep uh, reading a Vampire the Masquerade book. But I'd say about a good seven years ago, right before they switched over to the New World of Darkness, like the second edi- second edition World of Darkness, mm-hmm. I could probably give a TED talk. And go straight. Have you ever seen that uh, episode where I think it's uh, it's uh, what's his name uh, Stephen uh, uh, Colbert? Colbert, thank you. Uh, 
he was with uh, somebody who was like saying like, "Hey, how how good are you at uh, Lord of the Ring knowledge?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, oh I'm sorry. Are you talking about this <laughs> or this or this?" And he just builds and he, this monologue about he you could just like drop down the Isn't second. Like James Franco. I think it's James Franco saying like, James "Which Franco god? Uh, like give me one of uh, one of like five gods uh, that can do this." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'll give you all five, and I'll <laughs> tell you who worships them and how they die." <laughs> and wow. that's what I could probably done with the uh, Vampire the Masquerade. I could still occasionally get it's into true. it. Folks, I was there for this. Mm-hmm. Or not, I wouldn't be as much impressive as some of the people here. But at the office, what they've been doing is they found out that I like Star Wars. They're like, "Well, how much do you like Star Wars?" I'm like, "I, I know the things that aren't even in the movies." And they're like, "Well, like what? What were those pig things in Jabba Palace?" I'm like, "Gamorians. They come from Gamoria, which is mostly a fungi <laughs> planet that was first discovered by the Old Republic about 20 years before." And I just, I just unleashed on them, and I pretty much. Made them doubt that the woman that was in my wedding photo was. Not <laughs> they're like, is this like one of those pictures that come with the friends? And I'm like, no. It's no. like Back to the Future. She just starts fading <laughs> away. Exactly. And he kept going even as the entire football team was just enveloped in this red rage. Holy souls, like nerd, 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 nerd. nerd. Yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, I would say Vampire the Masquerade. Back in the day, I could do that pretty well. Now you could do it on Star Wars, apparently. Mm-hmm. I used to, I'm not as good at Star Wars as I used to, but that's so much knowledge. I mean, I, there's actually a now guy at the Lucas, at, like, mm-hmm. my the, my dream job back in the day was, there's this guy at the Lucas, uh, Lucas Ranch, uh, Sky, Skywalker Ranch, mm-hmm. uh, who his entire job was to memorize all the lore so we could make sure that all the games, all the movies, and all the books did not conflict with each other because Star Wars, unlike Star Trek, actually has a continuous lore. Nothing can go against something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Except they're throwing that all out now with the new movies. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> this guy's out of yeah. the job probably. But uh, he that was his like that's his job, and that's like that would be my dream job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that would be my TED talk. So your TED talk would be like Vampire the Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. <laughs> the uh, Vampire, Vampire Strikes Back. No, uh, <laughs> Vampire A New Hope. Ah, yeah. I love it. Uh, Antediluvian Menace. <laughs> keep keep going. There's there's a couple more movies you can. No, I I wouldn't say that. Uh, uh, Revenge of the Venture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Um, my TED talk would be on. Uh, this is still kind of a, a nebulous idea because I've only been trying to come up with it while the rest of you have been talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really interested in how media that we've stereotypically defined as female or its its audience is female um, becomes very disparaged in a lot of ways, which mm-hmm. leads to these very insular communities that end up with this uh, crazy, impressive uh, jargon and hierarchies that are, are totally, totally foreign to anybody else. So you look at like fan fiction communities or uh, romance novel communities are kind of... Br- no, bronies are men. Oh, I, I, well, I thought you just said sexy. Well, technically. Hmm. <laughs> Burn. We're burning in hell for that one. You're burning in hell for that one. I'm burning in hell for laughing at it. If you're burning in hell, what's happening to Billy? He is swimming in the lake. That was really just like out of the like. Oh, technically, go on. Like, oh, that's so quick. I, okay, yeah. go on, Angel. I'm sorry. Um, uh, but like, uh, it's come up a lot for me for romance communities because I actually used to hate romance novels. 
I, and just like, oh, people that read romance novels, why the fuck would you read that shit? And then the Demonica novels. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Demonica was kind of my Plus first Plus the dinosaur novels were probably they, helped they out. They were amazing. I need, yeah. still need to download one. But no, I, my job is in romance novels now. I spend all of my time thinking of how to market these romance novels. Uh, so I actually have to read them. And it's like, all right, some of these are, are bizarre and still reinforce these terrible sexist tropes. And why do we still find this attractive in the 21st century? Uh, but some of them, and especially the women that write them and the, the women that read them, form these really intricate, interesting communities. And they've obviously put a lot of thought into, uh, into these books. Uh, and it's the same for uh, when you look at how... Um, uh, women writers of, of literature in general are treated, and suddenly the uh, a book that's written by Nicholas Sparks, well, that's literature. The same book written by somebody like Emily Giffen, oh, no, that's chiclet. Hmm. And it's like, really, Nicholas Sparks isn't writing romance novels? Interesting. Uh, he pretty much write, wrote one uh, romance novel and just changed a couple names. Uh, exactly. Yeah, he's written, like, the same romance novel five times. Literature. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So I, I find that interesting how we just we automatically segregate our literature depending on who the author is sometimes. Wow, you have such a smarter idea and that more academic idea than you really just got off me saying, I talk about vampire. <laughs> that deserves the TED talk. Vampire the last grade <laughs> too. Oh my god. You know, gender, uh, female, uh, uh, social communities built around media. Guys, well, vampires like, can be women. Yes, yes. <laughs> Guys, I think we need to accept the fact that intellectually we're Angela's opening band. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a reason why I sit to the right of David, so yep. I'm always going to be last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need to finish up some class. I mean, yeah. mine was like ten minutes about dicks. So. Yeah, <laughs> mine was me being a supervillain. So yeah. I got nothing. We, yeah, we yeah. literally got walked out like, like, like the stage of TED Talk, and they're like, "Please come on." Like, exactly. <laughs> I get to use all of your time as mine. All right. Oh my! Well, that's that's, that's you know what would be really fun like a TED talk if they actually made it more like a reality TV show like American Idol where it's like okay you got five minutes to talk about a subject and then if you're entertaining enough you get to go on a TED talk if not they they uh, hit the X and you get shot or crying and putting it to post blindfold and this lit cigarette is put in your mouth and America's eating this up and you're shot no you're shot by a Kardashian a hoarder and a doomsday prepper no one knows who has the right bullet that's Ted it's a robot the doomsday prepper the doomsday prepper always has the right bullet he always has the right bullet and a very disappointed wife that he actually convinced her to talk on screen oh god he spent our life savings in this place. Yeah, no, you know, it's it's good because um, you got to be safe. Hi. Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, still don't know why they divorced a guy. I was, I'm going to spend all our life savings on this uh, bunker, honey. That's great, honey. I honestly would buy it. If I could afford a bunker, I would. Not if people are like, oh, so you believe in the, in the world? I'm like, nope, I just want a bunker to, like, you know, to store, like, Doritos in or something. Yeah, bunkers sound like fun. Yeah, yeah I, I would have wanted a bunker as a kid. Okay, There's a guy like, on Doomsday Prepper that bought an old, like, missile, missile silo and oh, turned it man. into an amazing, like, a jacuzzi I and would, stuff. And I, I would, would like, yeah. kill a Doomsday Prepper for a silo. <laughs> well, I that's really... what they're worried about, so yeah. they're stocking <laughs> up on weapons. <laughs> Um, do you guys remember the movie, uh, probably not, the Christian Slater 1980s film, Gleaming the Cube? Now, in oh, Gleaming yeah. the Cube, it's a oh, skateboarder yeah. movie. What? Christian Slater plays a skateboarder. Guys, as my friends, we all need to watch this together. Okay. There's a um, long list of movies that Fandible yeah. needs to watch together. Absolutely. Gleaming the Cube is totally one of them. And so Christian Slater has a best friend who doesn't live with his 
is parents. Dan, do you remember this? The kid who lives in a 1950s like bomb bunker in his front lawn. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Man. He, yeah. So there's an entire scene where they're hanging out and like watching that as a kid. If you already think that your parents don't love you, and then you watch a movie where some kid has been given a fucking bunker in order to live in, like that is a that mind blowing. We absolutely. You know what? After this, I'm going to pull up the the uh, scene on your TV. It's going to be amazing. Blow your goddamn mind. Christian Slater, by the way, still an open invitation to play with us. Uh, we know you haven't gotten back to us because you're super busy, but uh, yeah. Uh, so please I get back. I keep emailing him. He doesn't answer me. Well, you well, know. you know, I think it's the same approach that Lawrence Fishburne's been saying. Yes, he's busy. Like, Blackish is going to be on TV soon. He's needs focus. No, that's true. That's true. And by the way, fun show. Really? Yeah, I liked it. We, I watched the first episode. I'll watch the second. Yeah, right on. Oh, I haven't seen Gotham. Is that any good? Yeah. Very good. Well, really? Well, not very. It's like, I felt like a little bit like they're saying like, okay, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we didn't show really anybody from like the movies and people were pissed. So Gotham, here's a good show, but every time we can put a tie-in, let's have a tie-in. Like, hey, what's your name? <clears throat> Ivy. Hey, what, uh, hey, Penguin, get over here. Okay, way to go, Ed Nigmi. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, we get it. There's The, the villains are everywhere and we're seeing them. Yeah. But it was still a good one. I liked it. We'll watch, we're going to watch episode two. Okay. okay. All right. I'll have, to, yeah, I'll have to give it a chance. I just... Uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about uh, the, 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 small, uh, the Smallville effect, where it's like, hey, did you like these characters? Well, they all went to school together. <laughs> it's like, that's fucking stupid. All well, right? This <laughs> is an entire city. That's, I like Smallville, where it was like, they went to school together. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's a little bit different. Yeah, for, for me, we, we've just derailed this. We're now talking about Gotham. Yep. Um, It'll be how consistent does this become? Because I, I do think a lot of it was we want to get people's attention. If Poison Ivy shows up again the next episode, no, that she she wouldn't she wouldn't fit beyond the, the story that they've just told. She could come back later because mm-hmm. they've they've kind of laid the groundwork. It's like oh, this could potentially be what triggers her to become a villain eventually. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's my problem though. It's like they're so young. Are you telling me that what happens when they're eight is the catalyst well, for them being them sometimes, sometimes, Well, they're all I mean, crazy. Penguin so, yes. is, uh, Penguin's probably 20. Yeah, Penguin and Nigma are, are full and Nigma's like, uh, he's. I think he's like the forensics yeah. guy for the PD. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they're not. Uh, but Ivy is like an eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is like twelve. Oh, we've yeah. heard about what happened to Bruce. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> Guess what Bruce's inciting incident is? Guess what? You're not the only kid that ever crash landed on a farm in Smallville, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere a nerd is just scrunching a <laughs> surge can in his hand. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, but, but why does he fight Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're getting confused, dude. Uh, oh, uh, Constantine. <laughs> okay. All right, so what we got? Okay, so uh, a follow-up question for uh, what's what? Oh, sorry. A follow-up question from Warren uh, is: uh, uh, um, Let's see. Uh, Daniel's written a little about his intro into games. How were each of you introduced to games? And did you play most in uh, what did you play most in the early days? And why did you stick with it? And finally, is it still the same reason that you keep playing today? Because Warren likes to ask a paragraph. Rather than a question. <laughs> yes, like, why, getting, why are we getting on to guys who's helping us out? Thank you, Warren. Yeah, I like, think you're awesome. Yeah. No, the last question was like a musket shot, and this yeah. one's an Uzi, all right? Yeah. Okay. Now, our editor has an issue with the spacing <laughs> and punctuation, and we should we should respect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, – I'll, I'll go for it. Uh, I started uh, gaming, I think, honestly, in chat rooms on AOL. <laughs> I, I met someone in a chat room. They were nice, and I said, "Oh, what?" And I realized they're in like another chat room called like it was like some lake, like Dragon Hide Lake, or oh no, Dra- Red Dragon Inn. 
Yeah. No, it was, it, it's the same idea. Oh, okay. Because uh, I ended up going that fast. Like, oh, cool. And I followed him, and everybody was like role playing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And then it kind of clicked. I remember it clicking. It's like, oh, when they do the, like they put the the thingies around the, the their character their their emotes. <laughs> that's an action, and people. And then I loved it. I mm-hmm. absolutely spent way too much time. And then I went to like the Red Dragon and yep. the the Stumble and uh, all those stuff. And then I went to like Rex Man role playing. I did some muds. Mm-hmm. A much, um, I did uh, MMOs. And then in high school, I started with uh, I played D and D with some of the guys uh, on speech team. And I had a really good I had a really good um, GM. He's really a, he was really good at making good stories. So that that I, I did it honestly. Because it was really an awesome uh, thing to see, uh, some, such a creative outlet. Uh, taught me how to write better, um, and I got to hang out with some guys. And if I do, I do. I still do that. Uh, I do it because I really do like the fact that it stretches my create, uh, creative muscle. I mean, if if not, I would really just be living in New York, going to work, doing my job, and coming home. It feels like, and I would, I'm afraid that I wouldn't have get the same rush out of just like writing a book and thinking of something clever, I like the fact that I, I'm on a timetable when we were role-playing. I'm like, shit, you know what we should do? We should speed up the clock on mm-hmm. this and, you know, get the clock to the pad. Like, that excites me when I think of a clever idea. And it makes me feel like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? You you you, you could survive an apocalypse. <laughs> Doomsday preppers. <laughs> nothing but the mind. <laughs> but no, that's why I do it. I like feeling like the, I'm creative. I like that a lot. Um, uh, I mean, I guess uh, uh, I was introduced to, to, to role-playing when I was 11, 12. Um, and I played with my buddies, Perry and Nate. Um, I had just met them in middle school. Um, and they invited me over to their house, and they were like, we're going to play D&D. And I was like, okay, because I'm 12 and I don't have a personality, so therefore I don't really make decisions. Um, and so, yeah, we played. Um, I was awful. I was awful at, I was like really bad at role playing for like a solid four or five years. Well, we all, I mean, tw- yeah. there's no 12 year old that picks it up and, s- and people say, oh my God. Yeah. You are like the chosen. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, uh, you uh, are the uh, nerd uh, master. Oh yeah. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah. Golden child, Rodriguez. There was. My emotes Yeah. My emotes were like, walks to the water, drinks, <laughs> ruffle. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, I was awful because I, I had really, this might shock you, a role player had miserably low self-esteem. So um, I... How big was your character's dick? Uh, you know, I always... I always 18 charisma. Yeah, 18 mm-hmm. No, 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 I always, I always maxed out. It, kind of weird, I was realizing it's kind of a circular thing because, a, a cyclical thing because I would always make really strong, uh, like characters that I wasn't. So that I'd make bully characters and strong characters and violent characters and all that stuff. But at the hint of any sort of opposition, I'd give up. Like, I've had countless vampires die because I'd be like, oh, you take two damage. It's like, I'm fucking awful at this. I give up. Like, I give up. Yeah, so... I really want that vampire to stab himself in the chest. Like, find your way. And the cop's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even... Buddy, I just wanted to see what that sound was. <laughs> the sound was me. The sound was me being an awful vampire. Step, so that step, was your step. way, like killing your character, your way of becoming a bard. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Precisely. I'm still waiting for that mythical bard to land on, uh, land in front of me. Uh, no. So, um, so yeah. But my open. I mean, the same thing with everybody. Uh, the gateway drug is D and D, and then we moved on to uh, rifts, uh, and then to uh, world of darkness. Uh, unlike you guys, like when I first met you, the idea of changing systems is was anathema. 
Like, you played Shadowrun? We were going to play Shadowrun until we were fucking, we had worn that book out. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and so, so, the, so the reason I stuck with it, um, the reason I stuck with it was because when I started LARPing, it felt like actual, uh, it felt like it was actual social interaction. Like, I've, like, I've said this to you guys before, I'm kind of a self-hating nerd. Uh, like I see the I see the the fringes of uh, the the phrase around the fringe, and I'm like, I understand that this is great, but I'm still in my best friend's basement. You know, like other kids our age are out at shows. Um, but when I started LARPing and stuff like that, like it was it, it opened up my experience so that it was social interaction. The people that I met from LARPs invited me to shows. I you know we yeah. threw house parties and shit. Like and it was, it became more of a community that was outside of the game. So there was definitely that feeling where it was just like, hey, what's up? I'm that dickbag werewolf who tried to kill you last night at the, um, at, at the LARP, but uh, noticed your cars broke down. Would, can I change your tire? Like, do you know how to do this? And, like, really, really friendly, awesome people. Um, so that's why that's what, like, kind of motivated me to, to stick with it for so long. Uh, and now why I stick with it is because I'm an adult, and it still <laughs> feels weird to say that, but... Uh, one of the only good things about being an adult is that you get to earn the right to say, no, this is what I do. No apologies. This is absolutely what I do. This is what, this is what fuels me. This is what gives me, uh, gives me, uh, 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 some feeling of, 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 of accomplishment and or pleasure or whatever. Um, and, and for me, tabletop game, and when we went to Metatopia, that fucking, like that, that revving engine just kicked right back in. Like the first time I LARPed, I was like, Oh my God, like, this is it. I'm seeing it from the ground up. I am meeting people who are creating this stuff that defined my upbringing, that defined my childhood. And like I'm being part of the on the ground um, aspect to it where somebody just sits down in front of four strangers and says, okay, here's my fucking idea. It's trees that are sentient and they're fighting fungus. Go. And it's just <laughs> like, shit, this might become a game that some fucking 12 year old in like some frozen bumfuck New England town will start playing and then like that will. That will get him through. Um, so I, so, so that's why I stick with it now. Is because with you and Fanball, like, I don't know. I'm part of every aspect of it, and I find it fascinating. I think that's good. I think you're all specimens, and I find you fascinating. <laughs> all right. Uh, the first times I truly started role playing was in high school. I did a bit of D and D. I did LARP a little bit in Vampire, but the first time I really got that spark to continue playing was after college when I started uh, gaming with David and the other people in our original group. And basically, Who yeah. I think David or and or Jesus ate because we've never met them. And they don't exist strength. anymore. Yeah. But yeah, but honestly, like, yeah, the first couple of games were great. I It was hard for me to find a place to role play. I was not that great of a role player originally. I got to fully admit that. Jesus, you got some bad news, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's his face has a point. <laughs> <laughs> But the first time I like uh, the first time I actually thought to myself I need to keep role playing no matter what and that's why I continued finding a role playing group after the group ended and went, found you guys was the first time I GM the first time I really got to be creative with my with the group making stuff on the fly t- that for them to face for some odd reason that just fascinated the hell out of me I love I love GMing a hundred percent yeah I yeah. love making stuff up I love GMing and f- figuring out what you guys want in your game and making that happen. Well, that's what I remember when me and Angela first played with you. Like we were leaving, and we always judge uh, GMs. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we're very and, judgmental. Yeah, we're yeah. Good. We're, you know, there were some bumps. I mean, we had some bumps, but yeah. I was like, you know, overall, I felt like what I really liked about you is our old GM liked to like if you were talking with our old GM, great guy, but occasionally if you were arguing with a, a farmer, 
that farmer had the intelligence of the fucking GM. Okay. So you'd be like, I just fucking got bamboozled by the <laughs> five-year-old shit. You, on the other hand, you had levels. Like, okay, I had to negotiate with someone who's really good at negotiating. It was hard. Mm-hmm. But if it was like Joe Smo, I'd be like, hey, what about this? And he's like, bam. I, I, I remember well, leaving and I said, you know what I liked about that? I felt like my character, he did a good job of making me feel like, you know what? I'm a fucking professional. <laughs> well, because it, at least in my mind, it made sense. No, exactly. Point, yes. you were in, you've just got, you've got nothing but better at uh, GMing. You're great, uh, the good, good the first time, and you're just great now. So that's why I really do enjoy your game. Very, it's very rare that I, uh, that you leave and I mock you. I <laughs> <laughs> about your game. About okay, your game. I'm sorry. Notice that he was... said rare. Ah, not, right. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, it was very no, clear when we first met you. Like, you had nowhere to go but up. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere to go but up. And you know what? I think you've kept true to that. And every once in a while, you do have a space marine, but otherwise, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> always, there's always a space marine in the, space marine in the road. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like everybody else, I started with D&D. Um, I started like a month before I left for college, so it was actually just after high school. Uh, a bunch of my theater friends... No, don't move my hair! <laughs> Mom, stop it! A uh, bunch of theater friends, one of their uh, a boyfriend of a friend, he was really into D&D and wanted us to play. I have no idea what edition we played. I have no idea what race I was. Listeners, if you have any idea about the, uh, they were, she was a, an amphibian Amazon matriarchal society and had poison skin, so I was the only one that could beat the gelatinous cube. I am pretty sure that's a made-up race. <laughs> I don't care. I got to beat a gelatinous cube that was eating the whole rest of the party, and I was like, I've got poison skin. I touch it. It dies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I was in college for a couple of weeks, and this guy over here, his name I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much reminiscent of the first time we met. I, I found her blog. I found her blog like months later, and I was like, "I think Angela likes me." I was like, "Oh, here's her blog," because I'm not stalking her. <laughs> it says like, "Hey, I met two guys today. It was Chris and uh, yeah, Bill." And no, like, I said Billy. I got Billy? it right. I just wasn't confident. It was just a question mark, Billy. <laughs> one of them seemed okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's which, which one was it? No, which? which? <laughs> Certainly wasn't the one she remembered. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I, I met Billy, and, and somehow role-playing came up, I forget exactly how, um, but it did come up that I'd, I'd played a little D&D, and, uh, Billy was at college with his, his old GM, Chris, and his best friend, and said, hey, we're gonna get to a, a vampire game together. I was like, cool! So, on a, a dark Thursday night, I went off to an abandoned house with five guys I didn't know. Very smart. I know! Ladies, this is the, this is something you need to take to college. Trust. <laughs> Complete, because it always works out in the end. Don't be me, ladies. Uh, and, and that's how I got started with, with Vampire, which was the only game I played for several years. Because uh, That's how, our, like you said, uh, you only played one system. Mm-hmm. That's how Chris, uh, our LGM was. We would play D&D, and then when we found Vampire, we played Vampire. Mm-hmm. And we would, yeah, we would play these, uh, you know, year-long campaigns. They'd start in September, run through April or May. Uh, every Thursday night, get together and play all night through because we were young then and could do it once upon yep. a time. I could still do it all night long. <laughs> 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 nice, baby. Nice. I yeah. can badge for this, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to say because the one that laughed loudest and longest at that was the wife. So. <laughs> yes, because I know how well it goes. Uh, uh, thank you very much. This has been fanable. <laughs> and we're done. Yeah, and uh, why do I, I keep playing? Um, because I think Billy would divorce me if I stopped. Huh. Mm. 
It would probably be something I'd put in the paper. Yeah, like, I think it's a know. I think it's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. No, well, no reconcilable differences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also I really enjoy what we're doing here at Fandible. You know, um, between when Billy and I left college and, and meeting you guys, there was about two years there. Yeah. Didn't have any real role playing opportunities, and it's like, yeah, we missed it. That's why we went to the meetup group and we found were, you guys. We and watched Star Trek, like all of the Star Treks. <laughs> when we moved to New York, we watched. Every single episode of DS9 and Voyager and Enterprise. Mm -hmm. And this was back before you had Netflix Instant. Oh, boy. This so, was ordering the disc. Oh, nice. We had the two DVD at a time plan, so wow. you had to, like, pace it out. We had to watch one DVD and then send it back. And, mm, that's amazing. Yeah, we call so, this the dark years. Yeah. <laughs> but Star Trek is awesome. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, there's that. Then Voyager to the very Yeah, end. and I have to say, I mean, there's kind of a trade-off, because since I've met you guys, I've watched way less Star Trek, and I don't know if I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Well, I'm sure that if you try harder, you can make it so. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Last um, but not least, you yeah, can't yes, hide. I mean, uh, as mentioned, I am the golden child. I was. I came out of the womb rolling dice. Natural mm -hmm. 20, by the way. That's a hurt. Um, that used to be his twin. <laughs> <laughs> he made dice out of his bones. Yep, pretty much. Ate him, made dice out of his bones. Still have him at home. Grind your bones to make my d20. <laughs> I want that in a t-shirt. Yes. Yes. yes, the role-playing giant. I love it. Oh, man. That was Actually, a pretty good show. Grind your bones to make my dice. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and no, I mean, literally, though, uh, I, I, not only am I the oldest here, but I definitely have been uh, exposed to role-playing the longest not just by dint of age, but by the fact that I literally learned to read with the Dungeons and Dragons Second Edition manual, mm -hmm. as I've uh, as I've uh, mentioned before to the gang here. While everybody else was reading uh, Dick and Jane, see spot run, run spot run. I was like, CD McGorgon attack, save versus paralysis. I actually <laughs> think they stopped publishing Dick and Jane by the time the rest of us were reading. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know what you guys. I don't know what you guys wanted to read with, but it wasn't as cool as the Dungeons and Dragons. I can't Second argue Edition. with that. Yeah. I can't argue exactly, with that. Exactly, because my dad was a huge nerd. Yeah. Uh, and it still is to this day. And uh, yeah, these are the books that he had. And uh, but as with everybody else, yeah, pretty much my gateway drug was D and D. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, the rest is uh, more or less history, as I already posted on the Fandy blog, which mm -hmm. I highly recommend you go read. While I simply savor this delicious drink instead. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Um, so because uh, we we you know we don't just play D and D. Actually, I don't think we've ever recorded a D and D game for us. So um, yeah, that's no. well stay. No, it'll stay that way. No, yeah. Yeah, the only no I kind of... There are so, so many D&D &D podcasts. <laughs> so much blood! So many D&D &D podcasts. Um, I, I feel like, you know, we can safely ignore it. And, you know, that's that area's been covered. The position is... <laughs> Ignore me! me. <laughs> for those of you not getting the joke, wait for next month. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's right there. Well, no, this might go up. I don't know. Will this go up? Before? They'll come yeah, up, come yeah, up on Monday. Up, Monday. Yeah, I always yeah, post it on the month. Monday after we yeah, do right. it. So. Then, yeah, next month. Next month, you will understand. Ignore me. Okay. <laughs> um, it's worth so, the wait, Perry. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, but, but anyways, um, so we do know a lot of different games now. We, uh, by virtue of Fandible, by virtue of the fact that people actually ask us to play test their games. It's really cool. Um, but we are saturated in a wealth of knowledge of the fantastical and totally fictional. Um, so because of that, uh, I was... Thinking about uh, that that show, Kindred the Embraced, uh, that I, I don't know if it's a soft spot for you to talk about, Mister William, but um, but it's it was. I thought it was pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was trite and, and it was, um, uh, yeah. So I was thinking about that, and 
I was thinking, like, we know a bunch of games. What kind of TV or what kind of game do you think would make a great TV show? Now, this can be either a game that we play here at Fandible or a game system that you know of that, you know, we might not even necessarily play. Um, So I'll, I'll answer first because I'm totally dead serious about this. Warhammer 40k. That was good. <laughs> 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 that shit, right? Yeah, right. We're actually being sued right now. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah, they're just gonna throw a rock with a cease and desist order through throw the window. window. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you didn't know the common practice, huh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the talking bars are with them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Smash. Did I hit you? No. Damn it. <laughs> Did um, you hit yourself real quick? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, but I, I honestly think that a show based on fiasco would be fucking amazing. An hour long. A, Hour-long episode, maybe like a BBC two-hour-long, and they only release six per season or something like that. But you take half the half the uh, show to be introduced to these these horrible ne'er do wells, and then you take the next half of the show to watch them self-destruct and unravel in complete total ways. And every new show is a totally different scenario. Introduced to the scenario, introduced to douchebags. Watch watch douchebags get their comeuppance. Um, I think that would be fucking bangerang. I would I would watch the shit out of that, especially if it was kind of like Drunken History, where they had like a rotating cast of comedians and shit in order to play um, all these characters. I, I think that would be fucking amazing. Uh, for me specifically, I just I was thinking about it. Uh, the Perfect Show is a show where people who are essentially incompetent trying to fight things that are way above their heads. The perfect game for that is our session of the laundry. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we died. The, Yes, before you died. I, they would have changed the ending from the book. Uh, but yeah, basically, like, both, all of you trying your best. You were all good at your jobs, but you were also just ridiculous people trying to fight against Lovecraftian entities that wanted to eat the world. And basically, yeah, that, that's all I really want to say. It's just, it would make you me awesome. Yeah, 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 you had some fun characters. And you had some fantastic that. characters along the way. I've yes. got one. Uh, I'm sorry if I step on anybody's foot because this, this might be somebody else's answer, too. But on Hollow Metropolis. Yes. Yeah, easily. Yes. Easily. easily. I, I yes. think on Hollow Metropolis, especially and our characters. it's happened with Penny Dreadful. I'm pretty I, sure. I was thinking the exact same thing. Penny Dreadful is the closest thing to, like, on Hollow Metropolis, the show sure that I've seen. Huh. Yeah. They really, they, they've listened to our show, and we're coming for you, Penny Dreadful. People who make a show like Penny Dreadful. People who make a show like Penny Dreadful. People who make a show like Penny Dreadful, they've listened to Role Playing Podcast. At least one person there. Yeah. But I, I honestly think, like, our game, and big, big major props to uh, Jesus here yes. for the storylines. And, and, I mean, the sto- a lot of the storylines have also been, like, yeah. created, yeah. collectively created as a group. So major props to all of us. Yes. Uh, mostly. Especially for a game I intended, intended as essentially a one-shot. I remember yeah. when you told us, you're like, yeah, I think we're just going to end this. I'm like, like, wait, what do you why mean? Why would you say that? And Angela's like, why would you do that? This is my favorite character. <laughs> and you're like, well, you don't talk a lot. And she's like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the best She's day of my amazing. life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, the, at, at the point when I realized how much fun you guys were having, I'm like, okay, this has to continue, yeah. and I have some ideas. I yeah. like it. Good. I, yeah. I, I definitely, I think that that like our plot work for for that game would make an absolutely awesome mm. episodic TV show. It probably has the tightest overarching plot yeah. of any yes. of our games. Yeah, mm-hmm. season six would have to end. I all I ask, the last season has to end. With them over China in a zeppelin, sword fighting as fireworks fire yeah. below them. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens if you reach China. Depends on how. I don't even imagine. That's fine. China. Wow. Yeah, yeah. If, trying, you're probably gonna... trying to reach France right now. No, no. Now. Honestly, like, of us have French as a yeah. Language. After you go to France, you're gonna have to go to back to Britain, and beyond that, we'll see. 
We're going to need a bigger trebuchet. <laughs> secrets will be told. Exactly. But on Hollow Metropolis, hashtag six, six uh, seasons in a movie, mm-hmm. and uh, make it happen. All right. Well, you know what? Um, definitely the first answer would be on Hollow Metropolis. I think everybody, I think it, even in our last uh, podcast, we said, hey, what's your favorite or something like that? And people said they fucking love on Hollow Metropolis' characters, plot. It's slam dunk. But I guess that I, I will say two quickly. Uh, the second, the second one I would choose is probably Rotted Capes, just because Marvel's popular right now. Zombies, not so popular, but but as it used to be, but still popular for Walking Dead. And I think we have some good characters in it, some fun story, and it's a unique Pandering idea. Pandering to the, the audience, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I good think job. I like. I, I definitely like the Rotted Capes. Uh, unfortunately, this is what I come up with. I, I'm afraid it would cost too much. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So you're you're more of a producer in this. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I guess I know we haven't done it in a while. But for a long time, I used to think, um, part time gods had a, had, yeah. a, had an interesting cast. I mean, I loved your mm. your paper character. I loved your sorrow character. I loved the doctor, and I loved Chad. I mean, we all filled we in all our own Chad. roles. <laughs> wisdom, uh, wisdom, sorrow. You know, health. Fool, you know. They are making a fake version of that game. No. No way. Yes, they are. Is it part-time gods? It is part-time gods. I was, I was reading a Lasante's Google+. Plus. They are working on a fake version of that interesting. game. Interesting. I would play the shit out of that if that was yeah, the case. That, that, could be, that could work. That would be interesting. Because I thought, that was, I thought it was a very interesting concept, mm-hmm. and I liked it a lot. And we had a lot of very fun character moments, but the only thing I'm also worried about as a producer is where uh, like somebody like Chad, unfortunately, might have to change a little bit because uh, a lot of his stuff he summons is a copyright material, mm-hmm. and you know summoning the squirrel, squirrel is squirrel is great right now, but how's that going to look on the papers when we have to pay also, off? Also, I'm not month? sure if an actor exists right now who can pull off the douchiness of Chad, no. unless they're casting you. No, uh, mm-hmm. no, Charlotte Booth. Oh, oh yeah. nice. wow! Just yeah. out of the gate, nice yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. But it was his idea. Those are my good. two. I'd say. Um, I vote for an anthology TV show of the Billyverse. Wow. Wow. Welcome to the Billyverse. Yeah. Kind of like those old, like uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt or uh, the Twilight, Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight yeah. Twilight Zone, Twilight yeah, Twilight yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, outer limits. Oh, outer limits. Outer limits. Science. Little, yeah. But, uh, well, it's was, like uh, that style. Ray, oh, Bradbury's. Uh, he had one, uh, Ray Bradbury's uh, sort of. It had that same. Oh, thing. Uh, what was it called? The, uh, the show has, like, it's a different cast yeah, yeah, every yeah, yeah. freaking week telling a different story, but the, the overriding theme is that they will terrify you mm-hmm. for the rest of your day because Billy has like, is, like, directly jacked into my nightmares. I think he causes most of them. Mm-hmm. They, so like, leech her, out yeah. of his brain into mine. Mm-hmm. And into I, your eyeball. No. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. See, it's funny. If we're talking about our games, though, I uh, started going through the characters' voices then. And, like, I honestly would advocate for uh, Unho- uh, Hollow Earth. Um, yeah. And I think Unhow Metropolis. Talk about an expensive show. You know what yeah. Hollow Earth would be? It would be kind of like the Xena. Like, that's, I, if I see a series, yeah. it would be kind of like exactly. Xena of the, yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it would be like quality. Xena or, or um, uh, what's, the, sorry. what's the Bruce Campbell cowboy show? Uh, oh, 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 no, dude. Jack Wilson. 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 County. Sorry, yeah. Allow me to show you. Billy has. No, we're going to go. Billy's yeah. walking away from the table. Billy has a, a visual him. aid for our audio podcast. Briscoe County Junior. Adventures of the Briscoe County Juniors. Yeah. All of the episodes. The complete series. I think it's two seasons long. Also, because when I made Zap, I thought of that character. I thought of specifically Briscoe County Junior. Um, but generally anything that Bruce uh, Campbell plays. 
Uh, but not honestly, I just think that I think that it would be much more lighthearted than uh, than Unhell Metropolis, obviously. But I just think our fucking chemistry is really tight. Like you guys always are murdering me with your hilarious lines and like and 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 the the stuff that Angel throws at us is really varied and is always spectacular and like our response to it is always pretty streamlined hilarious um and i'll speak for you guys i won't speak for me if you need to say that i'm like the jesus of comedy that's that's something that you decide not me um but uh I really like when Zab with Jews. And, I'm not uh, quite sure what you said. <laughs> I like Angela hates is when you like we're in the middle of a scene and then you and me start bickering. Like, oh, get your hand, get your fat know. hands in the air. Well, they're not that fat. Well, I'm trying to be aggressive here. Well, <laughs> if you're going to be aggressive, you should you know put your tail feathers up. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to be kind of kind too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, guys. No, that, but that's like one of my favorite things of the game. It's like, um, especially because part of the joke is and i was re-listening to some of the older uh older episodes part of the joke is that we as a group even strauss are so unbelievably and unrealistically advanced and progressive in our politics <laughs> for the time period <laughs> that like that like it is fucking hilarious how every time angela introduces something that in the 1920s would be like kind of sketchy we all fucking do intellectual backflips explaining why we in fact are not racist sexist homophobic dick bags <laughs> by 20th century Those standards guys are kissing well all i have to say is maybe sometimes you gotta kiss a guy yeah <laughs> world war one you're in the trenches something happens you're a little cold you make yourself a little warm I, they're kissing a guy well i thought the earth was full before so i guess everything's <laughs> <laughs> i just realized something <laughs> No, no, sorry. No. I just realized something that probably won't be a series, but like good for like a one-shot movie. Our tabletop blockbuster game. Oh, yes. that's so good. You know what the weird thing? I remember playing that and thinking, "No, oh, that was okay. That was fun. Okay." And then I listened to it like three years, like a year later, because I was at work and I was desperate, and I was like the only one. I was like, "I listened to this one." Like, you know, I think there was a joke or two. And thank God that the it was at, the office was empty because I laughed. From the start of it to the very end. Yeah. And then I was on the ground laughing at the end when we're like, we're all going through. It's like, well, my character does this. My character does this. My character does this. And it gets to David. And he's like, <laughs> you're great! It's just you know, you're just you camera pans out and you're just swinging. <laughs> yeah. like, my favorite line. circling. My favorite line throughout the whole thing was the rock falls down near you. It was like, huh, I guess that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember it's like, okay, everybody, if you want to do this, say yay. If no, say nay. And they all look towards me. That's okay. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you're 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 hyper de- you're hyper uh, defensive mentor. Uh, centaur. Centaur. Yeah. centaur yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That all right. Oh uh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, and you got to run that again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I think oh, that's you're a snake people. people. Yeah, There's not as many snake people. Next not time. as many snake people. Yeah, they, you know, I, I think the real gold shot of that was David. I think every time, like, I remember that one time when Jesus was like, Jesus like succeeded on his role, and you're like, hey, Angela, like, Jesus, you know he's like fucking everybody over. Yep. And Jesus gets out a gun, and he's like, hey, you know, why you don't want, why don't you want us to dig there? And you're like, oh, I see how it is. You, we all know how dwarves get, especially with their treasure holes. <laughs> and you're like, how dare you? That's something a snake would say. And you're like, whoa, whoa, I never said anything about snake people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you turned everything over. Yeah. Or, or when you, like, you're like, okay, I kick open the door and I grab all the weapons I can and there's like dinosaurs everywhere. There's a Tyrannosaurus Rex marching down yeah, Main yeah, Street. And you're like, I grab all the weapons. What do you do? 
I'm trying to escape the town. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the fuck yeah, out of When you did that, I just like jaw dropped. <laughs> you're like, not helping, and you're like, oh god. No, I'm running and I need weapons. I remember I looked at Angela and I was like, Angela, I'm a shuckster. There's a goddamn prehistoric animal <laughs> destroying this town. I am getting the next train. <laughs> the train that you built. <laughs> out here. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta go full Monty on the, uh, mm-hmm. the coward. I just remember that the only game. reason I ever made uh, stealth roll. So, so I could sneak up behind him and measure them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were the Undertaker, yeah. 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 The only reason I was like, made my stealth roll. What did you stealth for? I just, I just wanted to stand. Uh, oh, I love how uh, both our builds were connected because I was such a terrible doctor. <laughs> so oh, you guys God. would run back. I remember <laughs> that like, you were running from like the T Rex, and you're like, okay, we run in the, uh, the wrong building, and then we <laughs> left out and hand into, ran into each other. Then we get confused and run back, and then we get confused with another. Like it was such one of those like 1930s, 1920s, like exactly that kind, that kind of shit. Oh, okay, okay. You know what? To go back, this is my final thing before we close out. To go back to uh, the first question, why do I still do this? This is why I still do this. These collective memories, these stories that we share with one another, that we are genuinely invested and proud of ourselves, proud of each other. So anyways, that's that's why I do this stuff um, is, is, is specifically for this kind of camaraderie. You know this, this, these uh, sitting around the sitting around the fire and sharing stories. I really like that, and because, you know, I don't know, role playing's really evolved for me. So we're not talking about how we nailed a nat twenty. We're talking about how we work together to make a story that we really like. Or, uh, or so. even like it's not even about being awesome. I mean, there are some moments where I remember saying that was badass, or like mm-hmm. when Zap. Wrestled yeah, but right. some of our <laughs> best moments are when we fail horribly and just Absolutely. laugh about it. Remember when? <laughs> like, hey guys, remember soon. today? <laughs> <laughs> when you were like, "There is, there is nothing wrong with this mountain." Exploded <laughs> <laughs> you, and then you're like, "Uh oh!" And I don't a know deer us a thing like a goat falls down. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, okay. laughs> like, uh, you know, I think you're right. You know, this is uh, we released a blog post uh, a couple of days ago saying this is we've been doing this for four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people look back in high school and look back in their college and they think of like, hey, remember that time you got so plastered? Or remember that game you went to? I think role playing is kind of like, hey, remember that one time you and me fought an ogre with a fucking dagger and we barely survived? Yeah. Or in this, it's like, what did you mom and dad do while we when you weren't born? It's like, well, kids. This is how I met your mother during <laughs> role playing, and let me tell you some more of my role playing games. I mean, <laughs> it's a completely it's it's like our. Sometimes people say, "How's your weekend?" I just want to say, like, guys, you wouldn't believe it. We got out of Zach. Yeah, you know, <laughs> can't do that because people are like, "What?" But yeah. it's it, it's kind of our entertainment. Yeah. It's our story. It's, it's our story. It's the same sensation of sharing a television show, of yes. going to somebody and being like, "Holy shit, did you watch you know Supernatural?" And then you're just both freaking out, and you're sharing that moment together. That's what, kind of what we do. But like you said, like it's kind of funny. We can't really bring it up at the office. I can't – I sure as shit I'm not going to go to work on Monday and be like, guys, guys, who is the coolest demon in the room? <laughs> like this guy. Yeah, but then again, that's why we have our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they come up. They, they put the comments. They bring – Our comments time... section are, are our water cooler. Seriously. Yes. And, and, and honestly, our listeners remember our shows a hell of a lot better than oh I do. Oh, my God. They will come up and say, when was – oh, Wow. That happened three years ago. Yeah. Do you remember? remember when, like the TV tropes that Pencil Monkey. Uh, Dude, holy crap. Like, remember when he's like, hey, uh, and he Mr. Dobbs. He entire characters that I'd forgotten. Yeah, like, he's yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're this, uh, you're, you're uh, Charles Co- Dobbs. I'm like, what the, who the fuck was that? He's like, you owned, a, you owned a genie and you had a candy shop. Oh, right. All the funny shit we did in the can't, like, yep. uh, 
That was great. Yeah, so first That's of all, really major good. major thanks to Pencil Monkey for, for doing that in the first place. Yeah. We were a little creeped out because, holy wow, <laughs> that's more detail than any one of us five I remembered. <laughs> Not creeped but out wow, anymore. But, but at the same time, wow, really, yeah, that's, we were, that was impressive. I guess it's just kind of fri- not frightening to us. <laughs> it's just surprising. Like, I remember we were talking to someone on Twitter, and they're like, we talk about, me and my friends listen to your uh, podcast instead of talking to, like, about, you know, uh, like Games of Thrones, since it's not on right now, we talk about like what we think is going to happen in like a Hollow Metropolis, and I'm like, "Are you serious?" Mm-hmm. I mean, like Byron is that is okay, up there with Game of Thrones? Like, yeah. oh different. my god, that just gave me the image of two teenage girls having a sleepover <laughs> and reading an equivalent of Teen Beat with your character's picture and my character's <laughs> picture next to it, and they debate like who's cuter. Like, oh my god! Yeah, well, the I'm third so one discusses her new slash fiction about the two characters. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm still keys. waiting. I am still waiting for Make the first happen, fanable listeners. fan fiction. Oh my started. god! Not RPF. Just putting that out. What's there. RPF? Real person fic. Oh, 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 the characters, please. Yes, the characters. Make it happen. I'm still waiting for Ollie Ilsa. Oh, yeah. That needs to be happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? That's Jack and Ilsa. But but no. Jelsa. (laughs) (laughs) Jack and Jelsa. (laughs) Wait. Um, Okay. Wow, fan fiction. I never even considered that someone would actually take time to write fan fiction for us. That's crazy. Somebody should. You know what really Somebody. make me happy? Somebody <laughs> should. You know, be really make me happy if if uh, somebody posted one uh, one paragraph of a part of the penny Dr- uh, penny dreadful from Unhallowed Metropolis. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did that. No, I know you did that. But what I want to do is I want people to post by paragraph, taking off from what the previous poster had already <laughs> oh. said. So kind of like going around a campfire and trying to tell a story. I want people to only post one paragraph. That's three to five lines, and then just throw it down, and then the next person, three to five lines, like picking yeah. it up from there. The rules would be, please don't get gross. Like, please please keep it, like, PG-13. Mm, yeah, exactly. And uh, you have to at least wait for one person to post a paragraph before posting again. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not dominated. Um, okay, so, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. This has been kind of a lengthy one. Yeah. And when we booted up, I was like, guys, I don't know if we're going to make it to half an hour. Um, oh yeah, as a side note, before I say, you know, listen to us because we're wonderful and give us money, we do, uh, you know, one of our listeners actually did, uh, he, he put in the work in order to make a, uh, a TV tropes thing, and I've been thinking about it. It would mean a lot to me if some of you nice listeners, or if all of you nice listeners, would actually go to the TV tropes, and if we, you know, Put some stuff in there. I want to see how big we can get this thing. Because mm-hmm. we keep coming out with new games, and the more you put in there, the less the work and research we have to do when we pick those old games up. And and uh, then we can just check our own website. That's mm-hmm. yeah, done we're, by... we're, all, we're all about the free labor, really. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another Geeky Topics Roundtable discussion here at Fandible.com. If you like what you're listening to, then you'll definitely like what we've got for you at Fandible.com, our website. We have more Geeky Topics Roundtable discussions, as well as live role-playing podcasts. Uh, uh, if you like that, then you'll probably like what we write. We have the Fanda blog where we post uh, every week. Every week we're hustling. Um, and uh, we also have the Fandicate, which has two games. It has Horatio's Story and uh, 2048, uh, which uh, the, the former is made by our own uh, William. And the uh, latter, thank you, was uh, made by uh, Jesus here. Um, if you like what uh, what we do, it would be a huge solid to us if you'd go to iTunes and give us a good review or talk us up on whatever forums you might have found us on. That'd be yeah, really nice to notice a lot of people have been doing that lately. So thank you so much. It's yeah. really uh, helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
And uh, let's see. Uh, right. Uh, and also, if you really like what we what we do, then uh, we have a Patreon, and you can donate uh, any amount of money per month. Uh, a, a dollar and up allows you to shoot us a question, and we'll try to feature it on air for the GTRTs. Uh, if you if uh, commitment is kind of a concern of yours and you're not ready for it, then you can go to our PayPal button and just shoot us a couple of bucks, and it helps us keep the lights on. Ideally, we'll make enough money to be able to meet you awesome people at conventions and things like that. Uh, it also helps us feed ourselves and get our hands on new games so we can try yeah, them out. And we, we recently are going to buy, be buying a couple of PDFs with uh, this month, so thank yep, you yep. so much. So we yep, can't wait absolutely. to tell you which ones we're getting. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, also recently... Uh, uh, and uh, alerted us to a comment that we got on G+, that I wanted to bring up, because it actually meant a lot to me. Uh, we have a listener. Um, yes, I'm going to give their name. Yep. This is uh, listener Chuck. I won't use his last name, since I don't know if he really wanted to be um, uh, announced on here. But uh, Chuck gave us a, a great lengthy response on Google+, after our last Geeky Topics Roundtable. And uh, he was just an incredibly sweet and gave us this uh, amazing... Thank you. Uh, bringing up a, a little bit of his, his story, you know, that he lives in a, a town that doesn't have a lot of gaming options. Um, and, and, you know, that we're, we are helpful and we bring a measure of happiness to his life. And one thing that I think stuck out to a lot of us is the fact that he's a veteran and he's thanking us. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, no, dude, we owe you way more. Yeah, no, Thanks. As soon as I read that. I, I stood up, a tear fell down, yeah. and I saluted. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. no, seriously, dude. Yeah, yeah, you friggin' fought for our country. We get together every weekend, eat pizza, and, and make silly voices. And roll some dice. dice. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, yeah. sir. Thank we're just you. trying to say thank you. Yes. And we're glad that you are an audience uh, a listener. And uh, please continue to contribute, because we love hearing comments from you. Also, yeah, he's definitely. my favorite because he listed Hex as his favorite game. Well, I don't care. If it was in Hollow Metropolis, I might care. So, yeah, ladies no, and gentlemen, no kind of taste. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we love all of your comments, but we wanted to bring that up specifically because um, uh, Chuck was uh, kind enough to uh, divulge some information to us. Uh, he didn't have to do that, but you know, uh, we felt really good about that. Um, so, so thank you so much, Chuck, and thank you very much for everybody who comments or listens. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. Yeah, we, so. we hope we bring a measure of happiness to all of you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we we loved all. We got some great comments uh, after last uh, the last GTRT, including Chuck's. Um, we've read every single one, and we're going to try to respond to some of them. Uh, game ideas have been have been spawned from those comments, so uh, we we really do thrive on those comments, and they they contribute to the podcast just as much as as actual monetary Patreon contributions. Yes, yeah. and you know, speaking of the Patreon, you can go on our site, you can see the people who are actually taking the time to donate five dollars, ten dollars, some even twenty five dollars. Uh, please check those people out, and we just want to say thank you to them as well. Uh, you guys have really assisted us buying new dice, mm -hmm. buying uh, – We I know we like to joke that we, we're just buying pizza and uh, Chinese food. But no, we, we have actual better dice now, mm -hmm. uh, books, PDFs. We're trying new games, and we're actually saving to go to some uh, conferences nearby. So you all are helping us out a lot. And you know what? These four years are have only been possible because of you guys. Because if we had not gotten a comment from this after a year, I'd been like, hey, just get the hell out of my <laughs> So thank you. Seriously. Yes. Thank you very, all oh, very much. All right, this guys, for great. God's sakes, they're going to get big heads and think that they can do this themselves. <laughs> Shut it down. Yeah, you can't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is Fandible.com, the one and only. Do not threaten our throne. <laughs> 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 
Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful evening and good night. <laughs> <laughs>